Hey everyone, and welcome to But That's Just My Opinion, the podcast hosted by me, Matt Landrip, where I interview people on any opinion they have on any topic of their choice. So first off, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Happy Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate, merry or happy to it. It is approaching very close to Christmas, we're just a couple days out, I think about three to be exact. So, I am dropping my Christmas episode this week. It is with my lovely wife, Carly Landrip. She is a big supporter of Christmas and Christmas time. She loves the feeling that it puts in the air, all the music, movies, all of it. She That's how lovely of a person she is. She loves the loveliest time because of all the lovely things about it. She sees nothing but the positive in Christmas time, and that's a great thing. So I brought her on to talk about all those great things about Christmas time. Music, movies, just the feeling you get in the air. I mean, we have a discussion about the perfect Christmas tree. There's a fun Santa discussion, which I'll just say kayfabe for anyone out there that understands that. And it's a, it's a really, I'm really glad I had her on finally. And I think this was the perfect topic for her because it just shows all the, uh, I think it shows her great because it just shows how much she loves things and how much Christmas means to her and the joy it brings. And now for my opinion, I don't think I'm going to get podcast out next week. I may try, not entirely sure. Going to do a quick 2016 into 2017 opinion. So a lot of people on my news feeds, on everywhere, everyone's saying, oh my god, look how bad 2016 was. The celebrity deaths we had, the election, the things going on in the world, just people saying things and the more stuff that gets recorded the more it's being pushed out and acted as real instead of just people staging things which has happened recently believe it or not a lot of people staging things and then people share it as real because they're very duped and stupid so yeah if you believe certain things that really are clearly you should have done some research before sorry you're stupid but everyone's like, oh my gosh, this year is so bad. I hope 2017 isn't like this. 2017 needs to come so we can just start better. Well, guess what? Just because 2017 comes doesn't mean anything that happened in 2016 changes. It all happened still. Everything is still there. We have 2017 just because it's the new year. It's just a number. It doesn't change anything. There's no reset clock. There's nothing that happens other than we just keep going on and we probably all get trashed with our friends at midnight. There's I People just need to stop it. Oh my God, it was so bad. You just sound like a whiny baby who doesn't take responsibility for their own actions. That's what it says to me. You need to just buck up say hey i'm an adult i'm a person who can manage and to take care of themselves so i should be in charge of my own happiness not let things outside of, the, of my sphere that don't affect my everyday life to really be a factor in whether 2016 was a good year or not whether you agree with the election whether some of those celebrity deaths hit you hard whether i don't know any there's just a bunch of stuff that happened this year yeah not all of it's good but there's also a lot of good stuff that happened this year but i can guarantee you all that good stuff happened on a personal level and not on a global or geopolitical scale because you got to stop making that what makes you happy in life i had one of the best years ever this year probably in my 24 years of existence this might be my greatest year it's my first year working 100 full-time in the film industry i got a promotion at work 
I started this podcast. I've seen some of my favorite bands that I've never gotten to see before. I've watched some of the best wrestling that anyone will ever see ever live. I moved into a great apartment with my wife and I got married. There's nothing better than that. So obviously I'm going to have a good year. Yeah, I've probably had a better year than most, but that's because I worked for it. That's because I planned out my year. That's because, hey, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm working for. And I dictated my own happiness. So that's why I had a really good year because I said, hey, I want to get married to this lady because I love her and she's awesome. So I got married this year. I wanted to work in the film industry full time. So I worked my butt off for five and a half years before I got a full time job in the film industry. And guess what? That turned into a full time career because I worked hard and I never stopped. And because of that, now I'm able to afford my own place with my wife. I'm able to afford to go out do things go see people have a lot of fun and i created my own because i work nights i don't see a lot of my buddies i don't see them all the time it's been a few months since i've seen some of them and i really wish that wasn't so but i went hey how can i see my buddies meet new people and have fun conversations and fulfill something in me i started a podcast i did something about it everything that happened is because i initiated something i wouldn't have got that promotion at work if i didn't apply for it I wouldn't have this podcast if I just didn't start it. I wouldn't be married if I didn't ask my wife to marry me. So you got no excuses other than what did I do for myself? If there was a tragic incident, I understand. I am sorry. Some things are out of our control. I understand that. But when things that are out of control don't affect you individually and personally, be an adult. Make your own life. All right, that's my longest opinion in a while. Everyone's just been a crybaby on social media, so I just had to say it. Well, now with my ranting over, let's get into a very joyous, very happy interview with my wife, Carlin Landtrip. She's doing great things in the Landtrip household of her Christmas. She's made it so festive. It's awesome. I'm very excited for Christmas. So here we go, and we'll get into this interview with a ho, ho, ho. <laughs> well, you're, you washed them. It's not my responsibility to empty your jeans. I know. I should be better at that. I mean, there's times where I pull out your pants from the basket and your belt is still on. And I think <laughs> <laughs> he's gone five days without his belt. What is he wearing? I have like three belts. Okay, touche. <laughs> but you still... <sighs> okay, the amount of times I put chapstick through the wash is ridiculous. I have three shirts that I still wear to work, but there's chapstick stains on them, thanks to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. You're not, though, because you can- I am. I am sorry. It, it makes me laugh because I am so forgetful. I'm just like, wow, I really would forget chapstick in the wash. I think this month alone, two Carmexes huh? and a Burt's Bees. Oh, I think it was the same Carmex. Did you? Use- <laughs> <laughs> I'm still using it. Ah, the chemicals <laughs> that you are putting onto your lips. Oh, that's why they're so shiny. You wish. I do. I don't have that good of lips. You do, but you're not moisturizing them enough. Yeah, because I moisturize. Well, you did admit that you started using my face lotion. For like a week, because I was using your face wash. And it was drying your face. It was. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, this insight into my personal life is brought to you by my <laughs> wife, Carly. Hey. <laughs> um, so I got her on today. Finally, finally, first female guest, actually, believe Ooh, it or not. I feel honored. Yeah, I need to get I need to be better about that. I just hang out with a lot of dudes. Well, I also think you are kind of thinking of ways to get people on with opinions that you can speak about. Because I definitely know there's a couple other girls in our group of friends, but they're like, I want to talk about makeup and I want to talk about clothes. And you're like, makeup, clothes. Oh, I can talk about clothes. Your range of clothes is a lot greater than mine. Yeah. I'll just go on a, like a streetwear site. There's a Reddit subreddit where uh, it's just all about streetwear. So I'd probably just spend like a week on that and then come in and talk about it. What isn't on Reddit? Exactly. That's the whole point. That's the whole point. Everything's on there. That's why you find everything. I think the best thing ever is I had asked Cowboy if there is such thing as a cat playing the piano in some sort of world. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But he goes, if you think about it and you Google it, it exists. And guess what? I went on YouTube and I found a cat playing piano. (laughs) Well, don't you remember Piano Cat? No. You never saw Piano Cat when it first came out? No. Do, 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 do. You don't know that one? No. It's a cat in a blue shirt on a keyboard, and it's just a guy controlling its paws, like hitting keys and then making and just like doing it to the beat, and then he just puts his own track over it. No, I haven't seen that, but I've seen the one where the guy is sitting with, it's like this orange tabby cat. And it's some EDM song, and the cat's like doing this weird hand <laughs> thing. Like, it might be the same guy because that piano cat is also orange. Well, there's a lot of orange cats. There's not just one special orange cat, man. What? There's thousands <laughs> of cats everywhere. <laughs> Believe it or not, we did not come on here today to talk about cats. We did not, and I'm surprised because we don't really like cats. We like dogs. Why aren't we talking about dogs? But cat videos are pretty funny. <sighs> The cat who forgot had a cat. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that was... Man, that's like two years ago. I'm living in the past, man. I can't get past it. (laughs) 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 Well, that's the type of entertainment you're going to get today. But today, we are actually... We got our holiday special. Uh, We're talking about Christmas. It's the best. Exactly. She thinks Christmas is her favorite holiday. Ever. I'd say it's probably mine as well. But I like most holidays. I'm a big fan of Arbor Day. (laughs) (laughs) Since when? (laughs) Since now. uh, For that joke. (laughs) Well, this year we'll celebrate Arbor Day and we'll go plant trees just for you since you are a lumberjack. Isn't that Labor Day? No, that's Earth Day. Earth Day is where you plant trees. Well, isn't Arbor Day about trees too? I don't know. I don't know anything about Arbor Day. I should probably start looking up Arbor Day. You know what? Maybe Arbor Day really does become my favorite holiday. Arbor Day is about trees. Oh. And then there's Earth Day. Man, all these green people got all their all their holidays. They're just taking over everything. Labor Day is the day you got to go do extra labor. I mean, what's up with that? (laughs) (laughs) Because getting a day off of work to barbecue and drink a beer... Is more Wait, labor. that's what you get on Labor Day? Yeah. What do you do on Labor Day? I work extra hard. Barbecuing for me. Yeah. <laughs> My jokes is just not working. I don't get it. 
Uh, the whole point is I'm pretending that I don't know what Labor Day is and I have to work extra. Because it's Labor Day, that means you have to put in twice the work. Oh, see, I didn't Instead pick up Instead of getting that. the day off, you work twice as hard. It's the complete opposite of what you get. We're on a roll today. <laughs> <laughs> Just not understanding anything going back and forth. <laughs> it was a weird morning. <laughs> it's all good. Anyways. Weekends. Weekends are just tough. Both of our brains shut off on weekends. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I couldn't find my flip-flops. They were on the other side of the shoe rack. Who does that? <laughs> that was pretty funny to watch that realization. <laughs> Where are my flip-flops? Are they in your car? No, they're in here somewhere. <sighs> and then watch you find them. All right, maybe we should start talking about Christmas, though, instead of belaboring the point. With the use of the word labor. Yes. Anyways, Christmas. Christmas is, in my opinion, my favorite holiday ever. It's my favorite season. But here's the number one thing. Christmas is more than just one day. It is a whole entire lead up to this wonderful, magical thing. Starts November 1st, right? Retail starts November 1st. Okay, when do you think it actually starts? I think Christmas starts Thanksgiving. Even though, you know, Thanksgiving is supposed to be its own holiday and its own special time. Thanksgiving, I think, is the beginning of Christmas. It's that transition where, you know, you're already getting family together. You're cooking the food. You're starting to decorate. And then, bam, as soon as that Thanksgiving meal is over, it's Christmas. You did have me put on Christmas music. Well, we waited till the 26th. Huh. Well, let's reverse. I'm not allowed. Oh, no. To put on Christmas music until the day after things, which it, it's granted because I was turning on Christmas music November 1st and all of us were tired of it by December 16th. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like, for me, it's like you got Halloween. Yeah, that's just a one day thing. You maybe dress up your house for a week, whatever. Then you got, then you're getting ready for Thanksgiving. It's like the preparation into the, into fall. You know, you got like Thanksgiving is kind of when it starts to get rainy and stormy. At least like. What your typical like idea of the holiday would be, and then Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, we live in Los Angeles, so there's no fall. It's summer. It's the best. Summer two. It's the best. Then fall and fall two. Maybe. Continue. Maybe. I'm it gets, sorry. It gets cold for like two weeks, and then it goes back to being hot. It's the best. <laughs> but that's just my opinion. Uh, the amount of people that say that to me. <laughs> um. Shoot, where was I going? Okay, I remember. Yeah, so Thanksgiving, I think I think there is a Thanksgiving season. I think it starts November 1st up until Thanksgiving. And then I think Thanksgiving should roll over into Black Friday. I think Christmas should start the following Monday. I can see that, but I also think that Black Friday just needs to not be a thing anymore. It takes yes. away so much from the entire reason for thanksgiving i mean rei did the whole opt outside thing which i think is great you know don't go sit inside a store all day go outside with your family we did both we did both well okay you gotta admit what we got okay it was two hours of our time it got us up early and then after that we went to a park and walked around for about the same amount of time that is true that black friday shopping was not terrible no that's because we went to a special store we did I think it was maybe three, four years ago, your parents were down, and we went to the Northridge Mall. That was terrible. I'd never do it ever again. That was my mom's idea, I'm pretty sure. I mean, it's or fine. It I understand. It was someone's idea. It wasn't yours. No. 
It's no. either me or my mom. It, it's totally fine. You know, I understand people like to go get the deals and it's kind of their celebration, but people are trampling over each other. They're arguing over who's going to get the last TV. It's just, it's not fun for me to watch. It's not fun for me to be a part of. Why do you want to stand in line for three hours when you could be on Amazon? Exactly. I think I did all of my shopping on Amazon this year. Uh, yeah, I think I did pretty much all of mine on Amazon as well. It's the best. So Sorry. this podcast is turning into why Amazon is the best place to shop. Anyways, I digress. I will continue. So we're still kind of talking about when does Christmas actually start? You know, mm-hmm. all these different holidays. I mean, like you said, each one is kind of a day. But Thanksgiving, I should probably give it a little bit more time ahead that it actually starts we were amping up but christmas really i think that day after thanksgiving it's you see the christmas decorations up you see the lights starting to go up you see you know the big trees the tree lots are all open it's a month-long celebration that's when i think christmas starts okay i i i get that i just think people tend to want to start christmas too early I can see that. Because it's like, where's the love for Thanksgiving? You got to have some love for Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's fun. I enjoy Thanksgiving, personally. I think it's cool. You know, we got all the orange and all the flowers and the pumpkins and stuff. And like, like we bought pumpkins for Halloween that rolled over into Thanksgiving. That's awesome. We also didn't cut them. (laughs) They're also still right here on the table next to us. (laughs) They're small pumpkins. I will say that Christmas probably trumps over Thanksgiving a little more than it should. Because Thanksgiving is really just about the food and the family. Yeah. Christmas turns into, you know, more a of... A spectacle. Yeah. With the retail and, you know, how much better can I make my house look than the neighbors kind of thing. Yeah. And that's why I think Christmas should start on that following month, or like the Christmas season should start on that following Monday. So that way people aren't thinking about it the next day. It's not like, ooh, I get through Thanksgiving, then I get to start Christmas. It's no. We're in Thanksgiving. We're having a good time. We let it roll over for a couple days while we sleep off our food coma. Do whatever we need. And then we roll into Monday. And that's when Christmas season starts. I I think that's fair because I don't think Thanksgiving gets enough love. I'll give you that. I'll agree with you on that one. All right. I will say I was a little bit of a curmudgeon about the Christmas music. A little. I did I did not like it before Thanksgiving. But that's because I think it just overtakes it, as I just explained. So yeah. But December tw- November 26th, first thing we did was put on Christmas music. I didn't say one word. Oh no. No, I know. Then my question for you is, you know, what music do you listen to for Thanksgiving? Well, you, you've seen my record collection. Right, but <laughs> holiday-inspired music for Thanksgiving, what do you listen to? Oh, just whatever Peanuts special is playing. <laughs> you can only listen to that for so long. I know, I know. Um, I mean, yeah, there isn't a good Thanksgiving song. Like, I get that. Thanksgiving isn't as commercialized as Christmas, so there's not the, a whole category of music for it, and... I don't think there needs to be a whole category about Thanksgiving. But at the same time, I don't know. I guess nothing. I, d- I, d- I understand why there's not a whole category of music. But I just think you just need to roll. You just need to ease. Just ease into it. You listen to some nice music. You can listen to some, maybe some wintry type music. Which is? 
Uh, probably just like melancholy uh, indie rock. <laughs> okay. That's about it. Just pop on like, excuse me, like some slow Sufjan Stevens tracks or something like that and just go with it. Uh, I understand. I understand that there is a specific type of music for Christmas. And I'm not, I'm not knocking the Christmas music. I just think it starts too early. But we've been belaboring this point for... We've just been droning on about this. So we'll move on to the next thing. So we got when we think Christmas should start. Okay. We've got that. But that, And I think that's just a debate for society. And it's never going to change. So, but I, I stopped complaining the moment you agreed to no Christmas music until the 26th. It's all about compromise. Or the day a- why do I keep saying the twenty sixth, but it's really just the day after. Well, Thanksgiving is the fourth Thursday of November. Yeah, it was the twenty third this year or the twenty fourth. Yeah, it was early. It's twenty fourth or so. Yeah, something. Like it that. doesn't matter. All that matters is the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes, that's all that matters. Well, I'm going to move on to my next point. Otherwise, we're going to talk about music the entire time. Oh, you should have listened to like my last four podcasts. I did catch segments of them. It's hard to listen to them all at once because. I'll start listening and then it goes off on like a track of comic books or something that I don't understand. I have to wait and then I need to find the music part again. <laughs> Just because, I mean, there's things like Brandon's. I didn't get um, all the way through his yet, but I did enjoy the beginning of the conversation. I didn't get to the part where you actually debate between the fake um, oh, fans yeah. and the real ones. We come to the realization that we're both jerks. <laughs> <laughs> You're just very particular. Anyways, I digress <laughs> again. So I'm going to move on to Christmas movies. Ooh. There's in I know, I know. Well, I will end the Christmas movie conversation with this. Christmas movies in my opinion are either fun or absolutely terrible. Yes. Sometimes Christmas movies are just made for the fact that they're a Christmas movie. It's a hallmark. Exactly. You know the ABC Family Christmas movies? I can't stand those. Oh, the acting is terrible. The music selection is the worst. The plot lines all follow the same thing. It's Christmas. There's a problem. Santa comes and saves the day. Yay. And it's usually, I like this guy, but he doesn't like me. Santa puts him under the Christmas tree. Everyone's just a Gilbert. <laughs> no, no, they don't like me. But one of the points I want to make about Christmas movies, if you don't like the Santa Claus, get out. Get out now. That's one of the best Christmas movies I think I've ever watched. The San- the the Santa the first Santa Claus is great. Oh, the second and the third I can't stand. The Isn't first there a one. Fourth? I think they started coming out with the fourth one. I didn't bother. Yeah. Okay. So you'll put Santa Claus is your top Christmas movie of all time. Top Christmas movie number two. I'll rein in with um, Doctor Seuss's How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the one with Jim Carrey. Okay. Okay. Do you have a top five? Number three, Home Alone. Uh, let me see. Do I have two more? It's more of a torture movie, but. <laughs> It's still hilarious. I know. There's it's, so it's many, you know, random things that keep coming throughout yeah. the years. You know, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. There's no Christmas sweaters with it. Yeah. It's hilarious. I mean, yeah. I mean, the quotability definitely helps. Definitely helps. All right. Number four. The Peanuts Christmas special. Okay. I like that. Number five. I'll go with the original dr seuss the cartoon one yeah the cartoon hey, version I, I can appreciate that so that's my top five all right my top five uh die hard die hard die hard die hard and die hard uh, <laughs> i mean aren't there three die hards but they're not all christmas there's actually five ah 
I I stopped watching after three. I watched four. I couldn't watch five. It was just two. One and three are the best, hands down, the best. Um, different topic. <laughs> uh, obviously, the debate of whether Die Hard is a Christmas movie or not. I will leave it off the list for sake of that debate. I mean, you can. It's your own opinion if it's a Christmas. I know, movie and but it's favorite. it is. But I want to debate whether it's a Christmas movie or not later, so I'm going to leave it off the list for now. So is that our next topic? We're, I'm going to watch Die Hard and then we can debate for an hour whether it's a Christmas movie or not. Ooh, that you know what? We'll do that as the follow up to this. Ooh, I like it. All right. Anyways, I'm so sorry. We'll do, we'll debate for like 20 minutes and I'll put it in the outro. So my top five Christmas movies. No particular order on this. I would say Santa Claus. Yes, definitely got to be up there. It's great. I love, I love the scene where they're in the Denny's and the de- and the dad like also sitting there, <laughs> pulls up his hands and they're just wrapped like burnt turkey. Like, yep. Like, I don't know why. Just physical pain is funny to me. Probably why I love Jackass so much. <laughs> um, you got to go with the classic. It's a Wonderful Life. Oh yeah, it's a great one. I'm not the biggest Miracle on 34th Street guy, though. It's I have a hard time getting through that one yeah, sometimes. That one's not for me. Uh, but we'll put It's a Wonderful Life in there. Uh, definitely Scrooged. Oh, yes. See, you're saying all the ones that I forgot. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing. You go for the more traditional Christmas movies. Which I guess a couple of mine. Yeah, uh, Santa Claus isn't the most traditional Christmas movie. It's not, but it's definitely a staple yeah, oh, it, it definitely has become one. I mean, it's about being Santa Claus. Who, uh, yeah. who wouldn't want to be Santa Claus? Me. Oh, anyways. I like, I like where I work. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I had Santa Claus. Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Scrooged. Scrooged. Oh, Love Actually. Oh. Yeah. Love Actually is a great movie. I don't care what anyone says. Obviously. It's, it's a good movie, and it's a, it's a Christmas movie. It I need to revolve. watch it again to agree with you whether that's a Christmas movie it's or not. It's on one of the streaming things, so we'll watch it. Oh, no, it definitely is, because the whole thing takes place around Christmas. A lot of it has to do with going home for Christmas and seeing family, or like people being alone for Christmas. But isn't that similar also to that movie called Valentine's Day? So is that technically a Valentine's Day movie, even though they're all off on their own world trying to find their own love? This one is, they're trying to find love around Christmas? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So New Year's Eve, uh, Mother's Day, Father's Day, Valentine's Day, whatever. I'm sure there's a Labor Day and an Arbor Day coming out soon. I planted a tree and fell in love (laughs) with the tree. (laughs) That's going to be one of the characters. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So it definitely is definitely a Christmas movie. If you watch it, it's very Christmassy. Everything somehow ties back into Christmas. Got it. Yeah, I mean, there's even the scene where Andrew Lincoln's holding up the signs and he's playing the Christmas music to make it sound like he's carolers. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a full on. I need to watch it again. It's not the it's not a traditional Christmas movie, which I think traditional Christmas movies are bad because those are like the Hallmark ones. Right. It's the ones that revolve around have their own storyline that revolve around Christmas, not the ones where it's it's Christmas and things. <laughs> And stuff and miracles. Christmas, yes! Here's another tree. Yeah, exactly. And then, what would be my last Christmas movie? As you stare into your DVD collection. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to look over there. We don't have that many Christmas movies. 
Uh, I can't think. Oh, I know. Uh, the um, well, I I don't know if it's your favorite, but the Franken Bass. Oh, the Rankin and Bass. Rankin stuff. and Bass. Sorry. Okay. Yes, I will just lump all the Rankin and Bass stuff into one. I love Snow Miser. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, we need to watch those again. We do. You got yes. Rudolph. You got Little Drummer Boy. You got uh, Nick Claw. You got Saint Nick. The one where he becomes Santa. I can't remember all the names. You got Frosty. They're great. They're I think my favorite the- is Rudolph. I love the uh, the one where he becomes where he saves Christmas and becomes becomes Santa Claus. Hmm. It's the one where he starts off with the red hair. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and then some somehow a ginger turns into an old bearded white fat guy. Movies, claymation, <laughs> even better. Well, apart from Christmas movies, I think Christmas trees are huge staple which make christmas the best it's the smell it's decorating it it's putting all the ornaments on and remembering as you put each ornament oh we got this this year and we got it at this store this one is from this place it's kind of a trip down memory lane every single time you break them out i remember from my um, family ornaments that there was a set and i don't know where it is and i'm quite sad that my great grandmother had gifted me when i was born so they're 25 years old. I don't know where they are. They're these classic just silver ornaments. And every single time, my mom would go, you know, your great grandma bought those for you. And every single time, I was super excited because I got to take out all 12 of those ornaments and hang them myself. Nobody else had the job of doing it. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, my mom, I'd usually hang with her, hang the ornaments with her. I Because we have a lot of like special ones, you know, like babies, first Christmas and stuff like that. And then throughout... Our time in elementary school is mainly when, you know, you do the homemade ornaments. She still has pretty much all of them. Your mom is good about keeping stuff like that. Yeah, she's very sentimental. She's a very sentimental lady. Which I love because then I get to go look at the tree and look at <laughs> baby huh. pictures of Matt. Isn't there? No, the one with my missing tooth isn't on there. It is. Is it? Yep. Oh, that's the one in the nutshell, right? Yep. Yep, a picture of me toothless in, at school photo day. It's absolutely hilarious. It's classic. Yeah, you used to see how blonde I was in that one. I'm surprised yeah. that now you're dirty blonde. I mean, yeah. you're even kind of going brown. I think it's all the hats. I think it's that you don't see daylight ever. What's that? <laughs> What's the sun? Is that what we're going to see tomorrow? <laughs> Possibly. I hope it doesn't rain again. Uh, yeah, I mean, the ornaments ornaments are great. I mean, even looking at our tree right now, this is what, our fourth tree? I would say it's our fourth yeah, I think it's our fourth. We've gotten a lot of stuff over the years. Um, I am very surprised that you have let me make half the ornament Star Wars. I what? know you love Star Wars, but the fact that you let me make Star Wars ornaments a main feature on the tree uh, kind of surprises me. I figured you would have gone for more of the traditional stuff. I mean, we can always buy more ornaments. That just happened to be the coolest ones that we saw at Target. It was, you know, four for that's true, ten bucks or something. Because we were still dating at the time, so it wasn't like we were getting first Christmas together or anything like that. Which I'm assuming is going to be one of our presents up north this year. Oh, I'm sure every single person is going to get us a first Christmas. <laughs> we're going to have like ornament. four of them. Just like uh, if we put all four of these on, it's just going to tip the tree over. <laughs> They're going to be so heavy. Yeah. I mean, we have some Pixar on there. We've got Mike. I think Soli's on there. Yeah, we got Mike, Soli. But we do have a couple cute ones. We got like the little bird with the glasses. We got the mice. And then we do have the traditional colored bulbs. 
Exactly. Yes. We we have made ourselves a nice looking Christmas tree. And then yeah, I mean we both came from families where we do not do fake trees. Well, we used to not do fake trees, but then it was just getting too labor intensive to try and get a tree and cut it and keep it alive. So unfortunately, my family went the fake tree route, but ours is pretty cool because we didn't have to do the lights anymore, which saved tons of time. So we just took the tree out, put the ornaments and we were done. But you're speaking to the light master here. Yes, I am. I never do the lights because even if I try, you're like, well, you're leaving a little too much right here. So plus you're taller than me. So it's easier for you yeah, to I, reach. And that reach and I can see it better just because I can get that like level view on all of it. So, and also, you know, my OCD when it comes to making things straight. Yes. So I let you take on the lights and then I jump in and we do the ornaments together and make sure it's all even. Exactly. For me personally with the tree, once you get the tree is when you're officially celebrating the season. We had all the stuff up, but until we got that tree, it didn't fully feel like Christmas. So then this Excuse me. puts another question in my head. When does Christmas really start? When you get the tree? When you get the tree. <laughs> when you get No, I will say you can decorate, but your personal Christmas season starts when you get a tree. And we got it earlier than ever this year. I think also you wanted the tree around a little bit longer. We normally wait until the it middle was, of December. We probably would have gotten it like this weekend. Well, also you have to think, we used to be in the middle of finals. That's true. This that is, is the true. first Christmas where neither of, no, last Christmas too. That was the first one, but we were busy. No, you were still graduating, weren't you? No, 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 That's right. That's right. I always, I'm, I'm not good with dates. Oh, but I this, feel like I just graduated high school or like college this past year. It's all good. But also this is the first place where it's just been me and you. So we didn't have to worry about, you know, displacing roommates or moving things around that might make things annoying. That it was, true. we were just able to go, okay, we're going to get a tree. We don't have to worry about everybody else. Yeah. Granted, most of our roommates didn't care and liked it. Well, yeah. mainly just Brie when we lived with Brie. It was, that was easy because she's like, okay. <laughs> Christmas tree. Yay. Yeah. When I am sad at the old place, we did have a like 30 foot tall vaulted ceiling. Oh <laughs> yeah. 20 foot, however tall it was. It was quite tall. Man, I want to put the biggest Christmas tree ever. Didn't we get almost like a 10 foot tree one year? <laughs> I think that was, was last year. year. We got a 10 foot tree. tree. And now we're down to like six and a half, seven foot. It's okay. It's I know. I mean, between. cause that 10 foot tree would have been in our ceiling would have been bending over. Yeah. But I can't wait to get a house. Uh, cause I'm going to make sure we can put like a 10 foot tree in it. I think one of our laundry list items is going to be how high are the, the ceilings, ceilings and are they vaulted? Yeah. Vaulted <laughs> ceilings. I will, I will rearrange the furniture every Christmas. So that way we can get the tree right underneath the middle of the vault. So that way it's just, it can just go as high as possible. I like big trees there. It just makes it so much. I mean, you've seen how tall our trees are every year at my parents' house. We always go for a huge tree. Oh yeah. I mean, that's just, well, my family just does everything big, but. (laughs) In an old house of mine, I must've been five. We had huge vaulted ceilings, you know, classic cabin, you know, Mm. mountain cabin kind of look. There was one year and I might be wrong, but I think my dad got a 14 foot tree. Damn. It was impossible to put anything on there. It was huge. My dad had to get a ladder to put the star on top. Oh, I can imagine. But I used to have to stand on chairs to do it for the other ones. <laughs> it was huge. 
probably one of my favorite Christmas trees. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I miss tall trees. Now I'm just like reminiscing. Oh, man, our tree was so tall. It was great. And we, I say we have figured out real easy how to keep best care of a tree. I mean, we've had ours for a week. Still looks as green as the day we got it. Well, we're also not running the lights as much, which is helping a lot. That really dries out a tree. If you turn on the lights and you run it for four hours, that heat is just taking out all, all that moisture. Yeah, that's true. We, uh, I guess because we're on opposite schedules, it doesn't get lit up as much because I don't want to light it up when I come home because I'll maybe be on for like, I may be up for 20 minutes. I may be up for an hour and a half. So it's just not worth it to me. I'm surprised we don't have them going right now. I know. It's okay. Should I go turn them on? No, it's all good. Because it's going to take you 30 seconds. Yeah. I mean, I guess you can just edit it out. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't live. Okay. Christmas tree. You Lights. Can just, you can just talk while I'm doing it. So while he is plugging in the tree so we can actually enjoy it together since we do have opposite schedules. And we're gone all weekend. Um, it's that time together that's kind of different than any other holiday when it comes to the Christmas tree. You know, you might have Thanksgiving where you're cooking together. But I think it's different when you have a tree. It's it's a more of a trip down memory lane. Yeah, there's recipes that you cook with family members that kind of go, oh, remember this, remember that. But I think it's that quality time you get decorating a tree that makes it really special. Yeah, it's it's something to come around. Instead of just a table, it's like an object to come around and something that you get to put your own character on. You get to put your own spin. You know, every tree is different for every family, which... Is why I am so particular about when we pick out trees. Oh, yes. I mean, picking out a tree is is a process for me. It's got to be good. Sometimes, like this year, when we got to the lot that we actually wanted one from, took us like two minutes. Mm-hmm. But that's because we know now exactly what we're looking for. The first couple of years, I spent like 30 minutes looking at trees. <laughs> yes. I think you got to have a perfect tree. What I really like about our tree this year is I've never been the biggest fan of trees that go all the way to the bottom because it's like you have to get under there to do a lot of stuff. And it makes it really annoying trying to put it on the stand, trying to put presents under it because you have to like kind of put them out so it just takes up even more space. Needles are more likely to get like stuck and hidden in there. It just it makes it a lot harder, I think, when the tree goes all the way to the ground. This year, you know, it might be a little high, but luckily we have presents that will cover some of that just because the bags and I made the made sure to put the tissue paper real high in there. <laughs> I took your trick of just pulling it through your, like a ring in your hand. Oh, yeah. It's I think, great. I think it worked. It still looks doesn't look as good as yours. No, it actually looks excellent. You did a really good job wrapping. I think it's better than my wrapping jobs. No, yours is still better because mine's kind of loose. I mean, look at that one on the end. It's kind of... It's all good. I mean, my mom made me do it every single Christmas. So that's why I Uh am as good as I am at wrapping. My my mom would be like, you want to try? I'd be like, yeah, sure. And she'd be like, that's terrible. I'm doing this. (laughs) And I'm like, okay. But yeah, a tree to me, it has to to be full 95% of the way around. There's always going to be one portion of the Christmas tree that will not be seen because it's going to be up against the wall or it's going to be in front of something. So you're never going to see 100% of the tree. So 95% of it has to be full. I don't like gaps. I don't like anything that looks like it might fall 
like wilt down when you put something on it. If that tree doesn't look like it's got every or not every, but like most of the square footage on it covered by a branch, it's, it's not a good tree to me. It's just not a good tree. It's got to be full and it can't be, and it's got to be out. It's got to poof. It's got to be full and it's got to poof. It's got to have volume. Exactly. It's got to, it's got to be luxurious like a hair commercial. <laughs> Pantene Pro-V sponsored. No, I'm just kidding. Hey, if that's what they're putting in these trees, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> like our tree this year, like we were looking at some, we're like, oh, this one might be good. And we were kind of spinning around. Then we saw this one. We're like, this one is perfect. It's got enough room on the bottom. It's got a good, it's also got to have a good point on top. I, you can't be bending. The bending yeah. ones, the bending ones mess me up. It's just like, I don't want my star to look like it's falling over. Hey, cause it always makes it look like, oh, it's a little, cro- it's a tiny bit crooked. It's not terrible as it's been before. Are you saying right now for sure? Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit, but. But it's not too bad. It's only cause I'm scrutinizing it. Well, we also have two different branches at the top holding the star together. Yeah, that's that's for a reason, though. That's because if you put just the one, it's a lot looser and it wiggles. Right. When you actually put the two, it's enough force and room that it's taking up in there that it doesn't move. Because mm-hmm. if I took one out, it'd be it would look even worse. Oh, no. I remember when you first put it up there. And then you put the second stick in there and it works. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So picking out a Christmas tree decorating it for me it is it is the biggest deal that's definitely the biggest deal of christmas for me is the tree and the decorating just because i've been doing it for so long that it's like this is this is like my stamp on the season my stamp on christmas has always been the tree uh that's pretty much the thing i personalize the most my mom always let me do it because i just had a knack for it so that's why i've always been so particular about our trees (laughs) It's all good. I mean, we always get great trees because you have an eye for it. So, you can call me sort of a tree expert <laughs> if you would like. Sure. <laughs> you know, we got a good Douglas fir. Not gonna spend too much money for those noble firs. Oh, that was ridiculous. Yeah, we walked into a place this year and we're like, "Oh, this tree looks pretty great." And then we walked it over. One hundred eighteen dollars. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. No, thank you. I'm not gonna uh, spend one hundred eighteen. Oh, this isn't the Douglas because this looks more like a Douglas than a Noble. Oh, then we have no Douglases in. Okay, goodbye. It would be nice if they'd have a sign. By the way, we have zero Douglas fur right now. Yeah. Oh, well. Their chart was not helpful either about picking out stuff. Neither here nor there. Yes. But speaking about gifts under a tree, you know what that means? I get to open mine right now? Nope. Santa's coming. Is he like the tooth fairy? Yes. Sweet. Get money. I mean, you get something better than money. You actually get a gift that you get to ask for. What if I ask for money? If you ask for money, Santa will probably bring you money. Santa, bring me money. What's up? Gonna be so rich. Did you know that you can email Santa now? What? Yeah. Email Santa? Mm-hmm. Kind of high-tech high tech place we live in. in. Uh, it's the 21st century. But Santa lives in like the 1800s. True. So I don't know they why. They still use wooden tools. And if they don't, that's a shame. <laughs> they make computers with wooden tools. Well, you know what I'll do? I will address an envelope for you. It'll go straight to Santa. And then you'll need to write out that you want money from him and he'll send it. Okay. Then we can go to Macy's and put it in the big red Santa box. No, you can just put it in any normal USPS. 
Oh, but I thought Santa's elves personally come to the Macy's ones. I thought they had a, a thing worked out. You know, they do, but I think it's more fun to have the postal workers do it for you. It keeps them, you know. In. Oh, you want to keep jobs and employment. Yeah, you know exactly. What? I can appreciate that. <laughs> in this economy, I appreciate that. You're taking, you know, that's a true American. Exactly. <laughs> Got to keep jobs. It's like that. Oh, anyways, we're not going to go into the whole Amazon thing. So I was going to do a whole nother Amazon break off, but it's okay. Anyways. Oh, but that yeah. new store. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, it's so great. And I went, yeah, but you're getting rid of jobs from the baggers and the checkers. And they go, As oh. someone who used to work in a supermarket, I can understand why it'd be a lot easier. But I also see like the old ladies are not going to use it. It's pretty, it's pretty much for millennials. It is. And but we also need to think about everybody. Not everybody's going to want to go in, scan their phone. Not everybody has a smartphone. That's true. So anyways, different subject. But we're, <laughs> we're getting back to Santa. Got to keep those jobs. Santa, Santa, Santa. I mean, the elves will always have jobs no matter what. Even if you Whoa. take the letter to Macy's and drop it off, they'll come get it. But the elves are still going to make the toys in the workshop. So might as well keep the postal workers Yeah, no, employed. I completely agree. I mean, Santa, people may say he's lazy. But he is one of the hardest working men in the world. He is. And he can time travel somehow. I mean, how does it's, one guy... It's not guy... time travel. He actually... He, it's not time travel. He just stops time. Oh, that's right. Yeah, because he's not super fast. People want to say Santa is super fast. No, Santa, once a year, is endowed with the power to stop time to be able to go over the entire world to deliver coal if you're bad and great <laughs> presents if you're good. Have you ever gotten coal? I have not. I've asked for coal before because I thought I was naughty. You have some real problems. <laughs> oh, man, I was real bad this year. Santa, just give me coal. Just two big lumps of it. Just give it all, all to me. All the coal. Well, at least you could use your own train at that point. That's true. I could. Or the, or the Titanic, whichever one you want to shovel it into. <laughs> Well, the Titanic sinks, so I think I'll use it on a train. I know that will work. There you go. Yeah, no, Santa, he stops He stops time to be able to do that. And you know what? All year, you may think he's just up there doing nothing. He's got to watch over every single person. Every single boy and girl, mom and dad, brother, sister, even the dogs and the cats. Well, just all cats automatically go on naughty list. Yes. I'll all agree. dogs automatically go on good list. Mm -hmm. We all know this is a fact. There's a reason dogs go to Kevin, cats go to hell. Yes. This, this is a true fact. <clears throat> so, I mean, he's got to watch over everyone. He's got to do so much. Like, it is constant observation. It's like he is the supervisor of the biggest store in the world. He's got to make sure everyone's being good. Constantly checking things off, making sure he's he's got to mark down every little discretion to see to weigh all the check, and then he's got to stop at some point to do all the checks and balances. I don't know when that is. Maybe that's on the twenty fifth when he stops time. Maybe because maybe he goes all the way up, stops time, does all the checks and balances, make sure every all the lists are good, and then he heads out. He is the world's most successful CEO. He is. I mean. He gives everything away for free, and he's still working. I know. It's amazing. He must have some real good sponsorships. That's all I'm saying. 
or that Nike that Nike deal he just struck two years ago. I mean, more than LeBron. Or it's just really cheap to run a factory in the North Pole. Well, slave labor helps. They want to. It's not slave labor. They're elves. They, they are. They are a very kind and giving uh, creature. I'm not sure if they're full human. I don't think they are. I think they're part human. We'll love them anyway. Magic. They're part human, part pure magic. And that's what makes them that's that's the shortness. That's where the shortness comes from. The magic has to be contained in a small amount. So that's why they're short. Because the magic won't let them grow anymore. Otherwise it starts dissipating and has to be compact. Just so everyone knows. Well, now that you're kind of on the subject of you know, people being giving and selfless. That's one great thing that I love about Christmas is that it turns into a season of giving back. You know? Mm-hmm. Definitely. It is the most charitable time of year. Uh, it can also be the most stressful time of year. I think with, it used to be the most charitable time of year. I think it still is. I mean, yeah. I mean, we, as we obviously growing up as a kid, you're like, where are all my presents? Now, me and you, we're more excited to watch you, each other open what we got each other. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Than we are to open our own presents because we're more excited to see the look on each other's faces and they go, "Oh my god, this is what you got me." We'd much rather spend money on each other than we would on ourselves. Exactly. And that's something I definitely think you get as you get older. I think that's why parents, you know, kids get spoiled at Christmas because their kids are just so elated and so happy. They just get everything. They get everything they want and it's awesome and they're just so happy for so long. It just makes everything great. It's a great day. Everyone's smiling. Kids are happy because they got the toys. Parents are happy because the kids are happy. You know, everyone's just happy with each other. Most people are happy. Not everyone is in a very fortunate situation, but it allows that, like, especially when you come together for meals, it's like, yeah, you know, it's, everyone's already in a cheery mood. And then you come together, eat some great food, have some good drinks, and everyone's just in a cheery mood. There's, that's why it's the cheerful, what cheerfulness is a big part of Christmas. It is. I can't talk about words uh (laughs) words what are those how do those work (laughs) so i yeah i think um i mean every year my parents i think this is the this is the first year they haven't done it in probably over 10 years every day on christmas morning we would go to our church and we would get together with a big group we take clothes out to the homeless and to the homeless shelters and just be giving it away for a couple hours something really cool that you guys did we i don't think we ever did anything like that but we would do most of our i don't want to call it charitable work but our big thing is that we would be in the church play and that's what kind of our christmas eve christmas day is that we would be preparing for that and then do that yeah yeah exactly i mean no matter what there's something involved with it and that spirit, I mean, me and my brother, we used to not like it. We'd be like, oh my gosh, we got to wake up so early because we do presents before. Then we just want to stay home and play with our presents. But then we'd go to church and we'd be like, okay, we got to go do this. But while we were out there, we'd realize we're having fun. These people are getting stuff they need. And like, they're just happy for a pair of socks. 
puts things into perspective. Exactly. And that's something you need to learn from a young age. Like, you're right, I am burpy. Always. When you're young, you don't understand that idea of not having a lot. Unless you come from a background of not having anything. I w- we were both very fortunate enough to come from parents who worked hard to earn money to you know provide for their family and that's what their most important thing was in life was providing for their family so they did everything they could to do that there's some people who don't have that opportunity to do it they still work hard they just they just can't get there so seeing them come out and just being happy for pairs of socks like there have been multiple years some guys just you know a homeless guy he's really big and not a lot of people give out you know size 14 shoes i've literally watched my mom tell my dad to sit down take his shoes off and hand them to some guy my dad goes what are you doing with my shoes and then sees where she's going is like all right and just and just leaves it so he actually started taking extra pairs of shoes out oh that's great yeah some to give away and uh just in case he might have to give the ones off his feet just like an extra ratty pair at the bottom to put on (laughs) So, I mean, it's it definitely helped me growing up realize, okay, there's more than just what's going on with inside our household, and you got to be thankful for everything. It, it, and it helps foster a sense of thankfulness for everything you have. Mm-hmm. And my parents always tried to make sure that my brother and I understood, you know, you have these gifts because we're fortunate, but there are others that aren't. So, sometimes... Um, you know, my mom would go, all right, it's time to clean out the toys. You know, Christmas season, everybody's kind of, you know, looking just for those extra. I used to have tons of stuffed animals. So to my brother, it would be, all right, you have to choose five and we're going to take it to, you know, whatever box was outside the grocery store. So that way other kids could enjoy. But I think that's a pivotal moment growing up is that you have to understand Christmas isn't always about the gifts. It's about family and being thankful for everything you have. It, it plays into the Thanksgiving season for sure. I can see you know, why it meshes a little bit. Yeah. Why there's an overlap. Yeah. But I think when you understand the true kind of background of Christmas and, you know, that family and all of the great things that come around, it's, it's more than just one day of sitting and opening gifts. And gifts are a very secondary nature to it. We do it because it's essentially a tradition at this point to be able, it's, it's fun to watch the look on someone else's face when they open the gift and they go, I can't believe you found this or yeah. how did you know that I wanted something like this? Yeah, exactly. And just, I think as I grow up, I understand more now where like the idea of gift giving is to be charitable and it, it just, fo- it fosters a relationship. You know, gift giving helps foster relationships. So I can see where that started because it was like, you know, we're all coming together we're all coming together to celebrate something. We'll just do, you know, we'll we'll throw in there a gift exchange. You know, just kind of a fun thing so everyone knows and it it does it helps foster the community. And that's what the most important thing is. You know, it's about whether you're religious or not. You know, I grew up in a very religious household. I I still like to believe and that I, you know, am a religious person. So, you know, a lot of it, you always do have to remember, you know, a lot of most, the two most attended church services on earth are uh, Christmas and Easter. And there's a reason for that, because no matter what, Christmas is related back 
to the only reason we have Christmas is because the pagans didn't want to celebrate the birth of Christ. Remember That's the reason for the season. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it was because a bunch of people who didn't believe in Jesus wanted a reason to celebrate as well. So they created the Christmas ideal and they, and once the pagans went away, they just morphed the two Christians came in and morphed the two together. I mean, even with Hanukkah, you know, it's a little, it's the same season and that's to celebrate. Yeah. People get gifts and stuff, but still the main reason is to celebrate, uh, you know, the oil that was only supposed to last a day lasting for eight. It is a religious thing. All these holidays tend to fall around something religious. It's just you people over the years had to make it into something that wasn't as religious, not to exclude anyone, <laughs> especially when they started becoming holiday, you know, uh, government holidays and mm-hmm. national holidays and stuff like that. But the reason for most of the holidays we have that are very big and celebrated is religion. And you can't forget that. You definitely can't. You can't, you know, whether you believe or not, this is the reason it came down. And you you have to accept it, pretty much. Right. And kind of going back to any sort of gift-giving, I think it's important to teach uh, children when they're younger that, you know, a gift is, it's that, it's a gift. You know, you don't always get gifts. I think one of my biggest learning experiences I think it was for my birthday my brother wanted to give me something but of course you know he was probably four at the time he doesn't have the money to go out so he found a stuffed animal that was his and he wrapped it in something and he gave it to me (laughs) and I opened it and I went it's cute right but of course I'm the jerk so I open it I go Paul this is yours why are you giving it to me and he broke down crying and ran upstairs and it was that moment that my mom said you know he was trying to give you something my dad goes you need to go apologize to him you can't just and i I didn't understand so then once i kind of took a recollection of that and went he was just trying to give me something because he wanted to feel a part of the gift giving yeah he wanted to be nice he felt like doing something nice for his sister so that after that any gift i get i am happy if it doesn't fit i love it i just might go get a different size (laughs) yeah i mean but no one's gonna be mad at that no it's like hey i'm gonna get the exact same thing just in something that works clothes are Clothes are the only one where I'm okay. Exactly. You know, you know, I appreciate the offer, but it doesn't fit or it's not my style. You can't get mad when giving clothes. No. If the recipient doesn't always agree to it. Exactly. Yeah. That's number one thing of gift giving. It's a thought that counts. Exactly. Exactly. And you would just always have to be happy for that. I had the thought in my head and then I lost it. Well, I'll let you grasp it while I kind of just wrap at least this topic up. Yeah. That, you know, no matter what, if a gift is a gift, if it's something handmade, if it's something that, you know, can be repurposed, as long as the person receiving it feels though you took the time to think about them and wrap it and give it to them, I think that's a gift. Definitely. And just kind of back on the topic of what we were talking about before, like the reason for the season type thing. I always remember growing up. The most somber experience I had during the Christmas time was Christmas Eve service at our church. You know, you go through, they talk about the whole nativity scene and, you know, Easter is definitely a lot more heavy with Good Friday and all that stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. and the crucifixion of Jesus. 
But for some reason, just I don't know why, it was always just super somber for me. It was a uh, Christmas Eve service. You get, we'd go and just at, you know talk about the birth of Christ and what that means for everything and the reason we believe and all that. And then you would walk up and you'd lay a strip of cloth on a manger they had set up at the front of the front of the aisles Hmm. while they just played like a very stripped down version of silent night it's usually just a guitar and maybe one or two singers i don't know why but i think it was just because like stripped down version just everyone's quiet and just it's just a time for reflection just always made me you know humble myself and be very somber on the way out and everyone's always talking outside and like i'd chat and stuff for some reason i was always just calm for us tonight there's a different uh meaning to it for you yeah definitely i don't know why it was was like a it's almost like a meditation like a self-reflection for you yeah to remember and kind of go back and think about the true meaning of why we celebrate exactly all right that's what i remembered oh no it's all good (laughs) i think my experience was different just because i was always in some sort of christmas play or you know, we did the advent wreaths and we kind of did a whole community. Yeah, everyone thing. does something different. That's exactly. just there's there's no wrong way to celebrate Christmas. That's exactly. what's great. It's your own As long as you're nice and happy. Hey, the season where everybody's actually kind of happy, except in Los Angeles because people are cranky all the time. Yeah, that's just called everyday life. Yes. <laughs> people are a little bit more jolly. Yes. All right. Well, I can see your last last thing. Yes, because I am the second person to bring a list. Yeah, second person to bring a list. First was Andrew on our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episode. <laughs> so my last thing that makes Christmas the most amazing time of the year is snow. And with snow brings ice skating and it brings trips down Candy Cane Lane. It does. Oh, Candy Cane Lane. I forgot about Candy Cane Lane. Oh, it's the best. Yes. It's uh, it's fun because you get to get hot cocoa, spike it if you want to, get whole hands, walk around, <laughs> check out lights. Yes. This is the idea that you're being secretive about it when you're at a legal drinking age. Well, you're not supposed to be drinking in public. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? Nothing. I just think it's funny. I'm very funny sometimes. Very funny all the time. But it's, you know, I miss making snowmen. I miss living in a place where there's snow, where you wake up and it's a white Christmas. It was unexpected. It's But it's cold. But it's amazing. It's the most peaceful and joyous view when you look outside your window and everything is covered with snow. It's untouched. It's it's a pure beginning. Yeah. White is, a you know, something we associate with pure. So it's definitely... It's definitely this idea that everything is pure and good and calm and because everything's like dampened down. Not a lot of stuff is blowing. It's just like everything can just be still. But even just stepping outside with the snow, it's quiet. You can hear everything. You can hear the snow just kind of hit on top of each other. And it it just brings that Christmas spirit all around. You're bundled Mm up. Like I said, your hot cocoa. You might go ice skating with family. Make sure to call ahead if you're size 14 or above. Otherwise, your toes will hurt real bad in a size below. Yes. 
It was still fun. It was a lot of fun. Just couldn't feel my feet. The feeling came back eventually. Yeah, it did. Just not when I was trying to skate. (laughs) But in a nutshell, that's the reason why I think Christmas is the best season out of all of them. Each one has their own special attribute, yes. But for a season, Christmas is the best. And with the holiday aspect in it. Just makes it even that much better. Exactly. It is a very all-encompassing type of thing. And the whole point of the season is to be happy and cheerful and love one another. Spend time with family. Reach out to those you don't reach out to as much as you should. Do a gift if you can. Just be thankful for what's around. And you can take awesome Christmas card photos. Oh, yes. You know, I almost <laughs> I almost got it on a Vistaprint um, Christmas card, but it wouldn't get here until the 16th. And by the time I sent that out, it would have been too late. Which one? The one that I put together of you and Tyler. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, it's my brother and I this year decided, my brother decided to get one of those Christmas suits and then I went out and bought one. So that will be, that'll be fun. It's going to be great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for agreeing to do this. It it was about time I finally had you on. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me. 20 episodes in. Well, one, our schedules don't really coincide. Two, the weekends we're busy doing 50,000 other things. Yeah. And also as a married couple, you kind of have the same opinion about pretty much everything yeah most things if you're doing it right most things definitely i don't think we have the same opinion about everything a film music probably not but everything else we're pretty similar socially socially we're similar yes and that that definitely helps and i don't know the extent of music and movies that you do to even come on here and hold a conversation for over 30 minutes well it's normally just like Oh, dude, you go to that show that one time? Yeah, it was so sick. Yeah, no, I, I, it's for your guy friends to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll think about something else that I can even come on and actually do a full opinion, not where we agree so much on certain things. Oh, it's fine. I agree on things with people all the time. That's true. I, I'm a very agreeable person. <laughs> You're a very kind person. You don't yeah. want to have too many arguments. <laughs> I'm not afraid to have them. I just... You disagree in the most honorable way possible. Well, I mean, because if you want to have an open dialogue with someone, you don't come in here, no, that's stupid, and let me tell you why. It's, okay, that's the whole point of this thing, was to get people in here, whether I agreed with them or not, and see how they got to their opinion. It's not just, oh, this is my opinion. Well, why is that your opinion? And you work your way to it. So that way, at the end of the day, you understand someone better, and when you're arguing it, it's not just like, well, your opinion's stupid, and I think this because, and I'm right, and which is most of society today. It's a matter of what, okay, I, would, I just want to talk with you. I just want to have an open conversation. I want to go back and forth. I don't want shouting, yelling, no name calling, nothing like that. It's literally just going back and forth. Like me and Will on the political episode, we don't really agree that much on everything, but it was an open yeah. dialogue. It was an open dialogue. I mean, at the end of the day, we were still kicking it and hanging out. And like, you know, we had different opinions on stuff. And it was just, you just have to be open. And you have to understand that not everyone's like you. And you shouldn't have an entire world like you. Because that's stupid and annoying and boring. If everyone was the exact same as you, this would be a terrible place. And nothing would ever happen. No. So, it takes away a lot of... um can't think of the world now. Yeah. 
100 differences in the world. Yeah, exactly. It's what it's the reason why we have everything we have and everything's different and everyone likes different things and why so many things are allowed to exist together. Yeah. <laughs> have an open dialogue that's not mean. Yeah. Be, be happy. nice. Be happy and joyful. It's Christmas. Okay, so be happy. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Oh, I feel my heart growing. Ah. Oh, how cute. <laughs> Where's Max? <laughs> oh. Fetch me my cloak. Okay, I gotta go. I got some errands to do, apparently. Well, that's what the Grinch says to Max. I know, I was trying to make it a joke. Max, was... fetch me my cloak. All right, well, I go do that. I'm going to sign off this podcast. So thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for coming on, babe. I'll be spending the rest of the day with you. So I won't say see you next time. Thanks I'll for having say, me. Of course. Of course. I'm glad to finally get you on. So, But thanks, everyone, for listening, and we will see you next week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Well, everyone, I hope that interview got you into a much more festive and fun spirit. Hope you're ready for the holidays i hope you're ready to spend time with your family to just enjoy the company no matter what you get no matter what happens enjoy the company of family and friends just remember this is this is a time to be thankful it's a time to see family it's a time to end the year be you know just end the year and really think about what you're what you did this year what you're going to do next year remember that your family loves you that your friends love you, that you love them, and to keep them there. So, to give everyone an update on the uh, the diehard situation that we had during the interview, since recording this, we have watched it. She does not think it's a Christmas movie. I see reasons for it to be. There's stories of redemption, of bringing families together. I wouldn't say anyone learns the true meaning of Christmas. It's probably the one thing it's missing. But other than that, it's got Christmas themes. It's got you know, people learning their lessons, people becoming better people, families mending, people getting redeemed for past mistakes. So she doesn't think so. She just thinks it's a great action movie. She did enjoy it. And of course, I did, as always. But we're still split, which I don't I don't think it's a case that I think you gotta either believe or you don't believe that it's a Christmas movie. So just gotta deal with that. Time for the plugs. Follow the podcast on Twitter at btjmopod, Facebook www.facebook.com slash btjmopod. Email is but that's just my opinion pod at gmail.com. In the song this week, I let Carly choose her favorite Christmas song and is Carol of the Bells. And her specific favorite one is, uh, not entirely sure who sings it, but it is the version they use in the Santa Claus, the Tim Allen movie. It's a good version. It's a very, very good version of it. So that's what you guys will be hearing this week. So I hope you guys have a Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year, Happy Kwanzaa to anyone out there who might celebrate that. To everything else I'm missing that is out there this holiday to celebrate, Happy That. And if you don't hear me next week, I'll see you guys in 2017. You'll still be getting the same great episodes, but that's just my opinion week after week. So enjoy yourself, guys. Be safe. Have fun. And remember, you can agree or disagree with me, but that's just my opinion. Up on the bus, we've still got songs to sing through.
Bye. 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 Bye.